Hello everyone and welcome to the latest episode of Pulp, Punditry and Porchy. Okay, welcome everyone to another episode of Pulp, Punditry and Porchy. First one of 2021 actually, so it's been a while. Hope you're all safe and well out there in PO16. Um, so, we've had obviously a lot of change at the club. We've got some uh, new management in, as is well documented. Um, and I've got here sat with me uh, Mr Dave Carter. How are you doing Dave? Yeah, good, thank you. Brilliant. So we're really obviously excited to get Dave in. Obviously we're potentially, it's hard to know, when and where the season is fully going to start, likely obviously being when it normally does in July, but um, obviously lots going on at the club in terms of preparing for next season when it does arrive. So um, I thought what we'd just do today is just hear a little bit about Dave's career um, in football in brief, just because some of us obviously maybe not aware in terms of the Wessex League, um, you know, over the last 10 years, his career in that and also going into the Southern League. Um, so we'll hear a little bit about that. And then also in terms of uh, Dave coming into Porchester now and what our plans are um, for hopefully not just the coming season but seasons after as well. So I guess we'll start with then Dave. Um, for those of you are unaware, what's your story really would you say in football in this area and uh, what you've done <coughs> besides Moneyfields I guess what people know you most of? Yeah, um, I started at Horndean probably 12 years ago now as in the management. Um, took my side over from Demi to Perwick actually originally. Uh, we were top of the Hampshire League at the time. Uh, went over there as a reserve team manager with my players. Uh, Neil McNamara was manager at Horndean. He got um, sacked at Christmas, just after Christmas. The team was sat bottom of the league with something like three or four points. Um, I went as interim manager, caretaker manager, if you like. Um, took over. Um, that's when the Wessex Prem was, what well, I believe, very, very good. You know, Gospel, Paul Town, um, some great sides in there at that, that point. Um, and we, we finished on 24 points in the end um, and, and got relegated by three points. So um, that was my first season in charge. Went into Wessex 1, um, took over as proper manager the next season, um, had one season in Wessex 1 and then got promoted out of that the next season back into the Wessex Prem. Um, come about 8th or 9th for two seasons um, and then probably three seasons, maybe maybe it, I think 6th or 7th uh, um, a finish at, at one point. And then um, started the season probably around 2013-14. Um, played 12, first 12 games, got a great squad together. Played the first 12 games, won 11 and drew one. So we were unbeaten. Had a, um, had a good FA Cup run. Uh, then I got a call from Pete Seedon at Moneyfields. Um, obviously we were doing very well. Uh, they were set 16th in the league. Um, it was about end of October time. I think Miles Rutherford left. So yeah, I, I met with Pete. Um, agreed instantly that, you know what I mean, that, Moneyfields had the ambition to get to the Southern League and that's where I want and I didn't feel that even though I've been at Horndean and been there for 7-8 years um, the, the ambition wasn't there for them to them to go into the Southern League um, and I felt Moneyfields is a big club very big club at the time um, and so I chatted with them and, and so um, left Horndean went to Moneyfields um, and our first season there took over brought some players in from Horndean and we managed to get the last 16 in the FA Vars that year um, finished in the Wessex Prem 8th 
Um, yeah, I mean, from 16th, obviously, yeah, um, when we took over. So we had a, we had a good season. Um, and then the next season in charge, um, yeah, we, we, see, we put a, a great squad together. And we actually finished top with 101 points, scoring over 100 goals, um, apart from a misdemeanour where we, we got deducted three points after the season right. finished um, due to playing a legible player against bottom of the league. We won the game 5-0 and he only come on for five minutes. So, um, But that's, that's by the by, so yeah. I was a bit disappointed at the end of the season. We, said we, we, finished, we finished on 101 points, scoring 101 Incredible. over 100 goals. It was a fantastic season. Um, so we got promoted to the Southern League um, into into their um, first season. I think got to about mid January, end of January. Um, we were top of the league, absolutely flying, unbeaten. Um, had a, we'd had a great FA Cup run, uh, not so great in the trophy. Um, we went to Russian and Diamonds, I think, mid January. Right, and um, massive club. Yeah, lots of like heritage in football league as well. Yeah, about twenty years ago, massive club, and there was about nine hundred in there. Wow. Um, we went one new up. We were one new up at half time and come out second half, and they absolutely played us with the park second half. It's the most memorable game in football, and they were fantastic. Uh, moved the ball very well. Brett Pope got sent off actually. Right. Um, <laughs> they went one new up. Uh, one all. Brett got sent off. They went two one up, and that the, the thing was we were top at the time. They were second. Yeah. So you imagine being top above Russian and Diamonds. Fantastic achievement. And, absolutely. Um, uh, and they, um, we scored in the ninety first minute, right. Steve Hutchins header, and we were say it was, it was fantastic. We went ballistic, it was yeah. brilliant. It's it's was, yeah, it was, it was a great. We stayed in their bar. We were the last people to leave their bar. That <laughs> we left all about up past eight that night, and the coach back. So yeah, so we, we were having a great season. Um, of course, we lost to Uxbridge at home, and it was like someone switched the light off. Right, because um, we were unbeaten. There's a, a dodgy penalty as well. We got beaten by. Um, we lost our way a little bit. We got a few suspensions, a few injuries, and ended up coming seventh that season, just outside the playoffs. Um, that was a central division as a southern league. Then we got moved to the south, um, south division. Uh, sorry, west division. Sorry, um, and our first season in there, we come fourth. Um, Very decent made, achievement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in our first season, not knowing any t- any sides, again we went yeah. on a great unbeaten run for like twenty two games. And that's the thing, I guess, going into a new league, all those teams are unknown. You've they don't know you, but you don't know them. That's either, true. So yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, another another fantastic season. But again, ended in a little bit of disappointment. Um, on our way, we found out in the morning of our playoff game, um, Yate away, that. Even if we won the game, we wasn't going to get. We, we, we wouldn't be promoted because it was Remember worked really out on like a point that. points per game, and there were only there were something like six leagues with promotion. They were only going to promote four teams out of the playoffs, so it was very. I mean, the lads obviously get the text out while we even bothering. Yeah. Um. Very disappointed on the way up. You know what I mean? And um. Actually, rally them round and sort of manage them and say, look, come on, let's prove ourselves. Let's, let's go out and have a go, yeah. rather than just throwing the towel in. Um. The game finished. Two all, I think. One or two all. Um, Gary Austin scored for us. Mm. Come on, give the ball away for their goal, and then scored to equalise. Went in the game and they go to penalties. Um, funny enough, it went nine penalties. We Steve Hutchins hit the crossbar. Ball definitely went over the line. Um, first penalty <laughs> um, wasn't shown on. They they filmed it. They they didn't film that penalty. Apparently, filmed the other nine. <laughs> that all, all scored. There wasn't any penalties missed. So we lost five four penalties. Um, so yeah, it was unfortunate. That was that was the semi-finals, but it was, it was, again, it's another great achievement. That was yeah. my last full season at Moneyfields, um, which is amazing, really. When yeah. you think about all the that's happened since. Yeah, yeah and say so, and again, I mean, last season, I mean, we got I've got the furthest we got in the Hampshire Cup. We got to the semi-finals last season. Um, obviously, won the Pompey Cup at Fratton Park. 
Um, our great FA Cup runs. Um, I mean, one of the seasons, Hayes and Yedden, we beat them 1-0 and went to a, f- a scratch side. Um, yeah. It was a great achievement. Again, another big club. Yeah, the set up there. Yeah. Um, and we, and we, we had a great run in the trophy last season. So, right. um, two sex ball. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, so it's been, it's been a good achievement. And obviously, um, from my point of view, there's a lot of changes at Moneyfields. Um, I don't know when you bring yourself in then. Us, yeah, know, I guess, I guess so, like we said, didn't we? Like, um, you, how, how would you describe we've just gone through I guess at length like all the different achievement money fields just reeled them off so I won't reel them off again but um, how would you describe that period of time I guess at money fields and like you've obviously we said here like brought um, Gavin Spurway and Brett Pope with you here as well like I guess you obviously had the success there is that something that um, obviously you look back on fondness at money fields oh definitely yes yeah. I mean it's a fantastic club it's got fantastic people around it um, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed my time there. Um, it's, it's, everybody's appreciative of what you're doing. You know, I mean, you put you do all this for nothing. Yeah, um, for the love of football. Um, yeah, it's a lot of time and effort. It's nearly on a full time job sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so a lot of appreciation. I've left on good terms there. Um, yeah, I mean, now I understand the reason, my reasons for wanting to move on. There's a lot of change going over there. Um, a lot of people have have gone. That, were there originally. Yeah, you know I mean, have, have gradually gone by the way. Yeah. So there's, there's been a lot, a lot of change and. I've got to stage myself. I think get, we're, we're getting to the stage where sustaining Southern League football for maybe the next two years is going to be tough for them. Yeah. Because they've got they've got the the whole complex is being built. Sure. Yeah. Uh, don't forget me wrong. I think it'll be a fantastic place in, in a couple of years' time. But yeah, you see the plans and whatnot. Yeah, the but plans are brilliant. Yeah, but say the change. How long I've got left in football, I don't know. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a manager that believes your gap between you and your players gets further and further apart. Um, and also got a wife that you know what I mean yeah and a, a big family as well so but um, I'm here now so I've come to come to Porchester I've spoke with Paul and Trevor um, the finance director Paul Kelly the chairman obviously um, yep yeah, sold with the dream walked around the place it's fantastic fantastic facilities um, yeah I mean it's, it's, it's ready to push on this club um, I believe that between me Gav and Brett and the others that we can we can help do that so um, don't don't be wrong. It's going to be a tough, tough ask. Um, we've got to put a team together, squad together. It's got to gel quickly um, and show ourselves in the Wessex Prem. Obviously, the team and the squad wasn't good enough last season, sitting ninth in the league um, for the facilities and, and and the budget that the place had is not good enough. Um, yeah, I mean fans. Yeah, I mean it's got a good fan base now. The travel home and away. So we've just got to, we've just got to work hard and say the big, biggest thing is we're, we're bringing players in is making sure they gel on that pitch and, and get results. So to challenge for promotion, you know what I mean. There's going to be a lot of teams in it this year. Of course, yeah. You know I mean, you've got you got you got Livington, Hamworthy, both only lost one game last season. Yeah, very strong. About 12, 14. Christchurch will be very good. Horndean, Fareham. Um, so you got it's, it's going to be it's going to be a tough tough competition and it'd be a, a lot of people you know what I mean wanting to get out and thinking this is a year they can get out yeah so we, we've got to be you know what I mean on a, on the ball literally um, and, and ready for this challenge which but, we are yeah perfect no, it all sounds good I guess in terms of the question I had was um, you know why Porchester now and I guess you kind of answered it in that case talking to obviously Paul and Trevor with that um, and, and what we're looking at this season so I guess moving on to the question here is we talked a moment ago about you obviously got Gavin as your assistant, brought Brett, Brett Pote in here as well, both of them with you. Um, Kitman TC's obviously made a return with you as well. Um, did you feel like it was important to keep that band, the band together, essentially, if you want to put it that way, and 
the management team you've got and, and what value do you feel they bring to your management setup? hundred percent, yeah. I mean without coming in without them is like yeah, you know I mean it's it, it, it's it's unthinkable. So uh, they they're both all of them are fantastic people that have got my back. Yeah. And I can trust. So yeah, I mean obviously Gavin stepped up into the assistant manager's role last season. Yeah. The season four last. Um, and then Brett come in as a, as a coach, obviously just sort of hung his boots up. He's still a fantastic player. Fortunately, his calf keeps going. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I'd love to have him out there playing because he's, he's... had a good history. Uh, yeah. Gospel places. Unbelievable amount of experience yeah. having, um, in football. He's got a lot of respect from players in and around the area. Um, a lot, a lot of respect. So is Gavin. Um, so, yeah, they're very important. And TC, I mean, ain't no one better as a kit man. Um, it's upset a lot, but... Uh, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah he works tirelessly passionate man Passion, yeah. a passionate man yeah and great to have about the place so yeah. um, funny haircut yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah so yeah they were very important very important to me to make sure that they, they, were, they were up for the challenge as well um, and, and they will be and, and they're, they're hard workers you know, I mean you can see today they're here helping out and things so of course um, we talked to Len for a moment ago about the different amount of teams that are also going to be wanting promotion and getting out of this league and obviously you coming in now what would you say in terms of like the next steps are for you for, for next season really in terms of what you want to kind of do in terms of hitting the ground running and ambitions really yeah so I mean as it stands at the moment we've got a couple of, we've a couple of friendlies booked in um, early doors so 29th of March we can start training again only in groups of six but we'll split them on the pitch um, assess the current squad um, we've brought a few in already, so Sam Pierce is, is joined from uh, Moneyfields, Lewis Fennymore um, as well, um, two, I could say hold them, two experienced <laughs> players, I love that, um, I mean Sam again having Salisbury Conference, Conference, Conference South, Gosport, um, had a fantastic career, he's only just turned 34 so he's not old old, Yeah. Six you need foot, those players, 6 foot 3, yeah. 6 foot 4 centre half, um, scores goals as well from centre, centre half, and he will steady the ship at the back yeah. um, because he talks. Um, he was a captain at Moneyfields last season. Um, yeah, so I brought him in. Um, and, so, and I'm looking to bring a few more in, but assess the current squad, which gives me a few friendlies. If they do run this Wessex League um, competition, which I'm hoping they do, um, I know a lot of teams are going, well, we don't want to, but we've had a change of manager here. I need to assess the squad. Of course, and yeah. As far as I'm concerned, with the, with the current squad, Yes, they underachieved last year, finishing ninth. You know what I mean, um, or sitting ninth in the table. But they all get the opportunity, same as everyone will get the opportunity to prove to me that they're good enough to challenge for promotion this season. Yeah. Um, and if I do bring players in, they'll be they'll be on par with them. They all start on the same line, and it's who who's who's good enough and who wants it enough um, to get in that team. That starting eleven that first game of the season. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're looking like you say. I I know generally here speaking to Paul and Trevor. That, FA Cup, FA Vars runs haven't been great. Um, I like the FA Cup. I make yeah. it a very important part of that thing. It's, it's I mean, the biggest cup in the world, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Um, and also the FA Vars, I'd like to be pushing as far as we can in that. When you look at Fairham and, and United Services going into the last 16, I believe we can we can be challenging further further than that. So I think the thing the the kind of atmosphere it brings around the place as well. That as you go on, you you draw people in and the the atmosphere amongst the players and like you said the management team when you have things like that is really important exactly that it's a, a great camaraderie but winning games is a habit yeah and that's what the habit and if you look at the, say the, the couple of seasons I told you about Moneyfields 
winning games is a habit and you win you, you get that mentality of winning games and that's what we need to do yeah. or not losing um, is, is, is as importance so um, yeah but at least say winning games gets, becomes a habit and then that's, that's, that's what we need to be doing and if you're going to get beat in an FA Vars game then you can lose focus sometimes on of winning course. you know what I mean and we need to get that mentality in and say wait you know I mean? and we start the, the ground running from day dot it looks like possibly it could be the 7th of August right. the FA Cup First, FA, uh, first round of the FA Cup, and that's when they'll be looking to start winning games. You know what I mean? It's pre-season's pre-season. Yeah, um, it'll be it'll be judged on because you're chopping and changing players and finding the best formation and, and the way you want to play. So, of course, um, spot on. So to finish, really, I guess as we've just been uh, talking about, really, the club's profile locally has continued to grow since last season, um, despite obviously having a bit of a disappointment on the field. We had two max attendances of 300, I guess, with what we could have in this division. The fan base grew about 125% on attendances last year. And I know we've had COVID and we haven't had some of the league teams around here playing, but obviously it's something we, you know, hopefully we'll be able to maintain or at least push to. Um, what, what I was going to ask really is what can we expect to see on the pitch from a team that you would put out that, you know, it's almost selling to people in this area, like why they should come down and not just, um, I guess, come down and see what Porches has got but come and sample non-league football really and in terms of what do you think that you're going to be able to offer on the pitch for them yeah exactly that I mean I just said to you Sam Pierce. yeah he's, he's enough to attract I mean even at Moneyfields people just come to, to come along to watch Sam um, and that's the sort of pedigree of players I'm looking to bring in um, I'm looking for players that are capable to challenge for promotion I believe that you need a team capable of playing the league above yeah and doing well in the league above not just surviving so the, the players that I will want in my squad and my team this year will be players that can play Southern League football. Yeah. Um, because if I've got Wessex League players, then we're only winning the Wessex League, unfortunately. Um, and that's what that's what I truly believe. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying the football's going to be fantastic every week, because no. it's, to me, it's about getting three points on the board. That's most important at the end. Yeah, that's the most important. We're, so you've got to earn the right to play football. Um, and yeah, you know I mean, games may start where yeah, you know I mean, we're going a little bit longer, and then when we're settling games. Um, if things would change um, but it's, it's, it's about three points as a, as a main thing yeah. um, and getting them three points on the board So, but uh, the players we're bringing in will attract people here hopefully say fantastic fan base 300 in the last two games I was here one of them myself the Hamworthy one um, and yeah, I mean, if, if we can if we can better that, then yeah, I mean, we were we were limited to, to three hundred them games, yeah, because exactly. of COVID. So it, it may have been better, yeah. Um, so if we we, if we can better that, then fantastic. So the more here, the more watching football, the yeah, I mean, the better for me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks so much for taking some time out of your day to do this, and look, yeah, really look forward to seeing um, you know how things progress over the next few months. Brilliant, Lewis. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, so that's it then guys um, really appreciate listening today if you want to hear a bit more in terms of news on Porchy and how we're looking to progress over the next few months then you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at AFC Porchester and then in terms of the fans group the Aaron Choney you can find us at Aaron Choney Fans again on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram um, until next time guys Forza Porchy.